Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BET now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to... A tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. I hope you had a great weekend, an extended weekend. Boys are here, ready to go, although Seton flying back from Ireland won't be here in time. He'll join us tomorrow, but... Paulie's here, McLovin, Fritzy, and yours truly. You can be part of the program as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. A little bit later on, Auburn's Charles Barkley will join us to talk about Auburn's big win over Alabama. Gary Danielson of CBS Sports, he was on the call for Auburn, Alabama, will join us coming up a little bit later on as well. I think Darius Rucker, the uh, great country singer, Hootie and the Blowfish lead singer, and Dolphins fan would like to call in, I think, and talk about his Dolphins. To which I said to him last night when he texted me about, how about Fitzmagic and how about them Dolphins? I go, you don't want to win, do you? You're screwing things up. But he's all excited that his Dolphins got the big win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Philadelphia. You know, if Philadelphia was having just an average year, maybe a little better than average, then I think Jason Garrett would probably have been fired. But the fact that Dallas is probably still going to win that division, somebody's winning the division. It won't be the Giants and it won't be the Redskins. It'll be Dallas or Philadelphia. Yes, McLevin. So you're saying the Eagles have a good chance here. <laughs> they, they do still have a chance here, believe it or not. But 
Man, when you're talking about bad losses, so Philadelphia loses on the road to Miami. Dallas loses at home in front of one of the largest audiences we've had on Thanksgiving or a regular season game in the last 20 years. So it's one thing that a lot of people tuned in to see you. Another thing that a lot of people tuned in to see you lose to Buffalo at home. Short work week for Dallas. And now they've got the Chicago Bears. Misery loves company. A 6-6 six and six Bears team, 6-6 six and six Dallas Cowboys team. That'll be coming up Thursday. You know, the biggest challenge football teams face isn't always on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Sometimes it's not opponents, but it's expectations. And whether or not they're your own expectations, your fans, or the media's, and if you look at the Cleveland Browns and even the Eagles, they were supposed to be contenders. Certainly the Eagles, both teams suffering terrible losses on Sunday that may knock them out of playoff contention. You know, the Cowboys... They're still in the postseason picture, but nobody's happy with Jason Garrett. In college football, Jim Harbaugh was supposed to lead Michigan back to prominence. The Wolverines got roughed up, another embarrassing loss to Ohio State. And then Alabama's supposed to be in the title game, or at least the Final Four every year. They lost to Auburn, and they won't be in the Final Four this year. A lot of disappointed people in all of these fan bases And now things get interesting because when expectations aren't met, somebody always pays the price. Nobody's paying the price in Alabama as far as the coaching staff there. Somebody's probably paying the price for the Dallas Cowboys if they don't go to the NFC title game. And the only thing I would caution Michigan haters, even Michigan fans, who are you getting who is better than Jim Harbaugh? Because you can say, well, we got it. We got to get rid of it. Okay. It's like USC with Clay Helton. Oh, we got to get rid of him. Okay. Are you getting Urban Meyer? Are you getting James Franklin? Like, who are you getting where you go, well, he's got to be better than Clay Helton. Harbaugh still gives you nine or ten wins a year. I know this is about a rivalry. I know this is about beating Ohio State. And you can have 11 wins. If you don't have a win against Ohio State, it doesn't matter. But if you say... This is an upgrade. So who's your upgrade over Jim Harbaugh? That's what I would want to know. You can say, well, we got to change. We got to get get somebody else in there. We got to beat Ohio State. You know what this came down to? Ohio State has great athletes. Michigan has good athletes. That's what I saw. Ohio State has great athletes. This is as good of an Ohio State team as I've seen in a long time. They are as balanced the defense is good. You got two first-round picks in the uh, on that defense at least. You know, you got a good quarterback. You've got a good running back. You've got wide receivers. You have a really, really talented team. And you can go toe-to-toe. You can go toe-to-toe with LSU, Clemson. And you can't always say that. But this year, you can. Clemson and LSU and Ohio State. The big question is going to be that fourth team. Oklahoma? Utah? Baylor? It's a TV show, folks. You don't want to have somebody being blown out on TV. And as much as I loved Utah to start this year, I said I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the Final Four. I'd be nervous if they made it to the Final Four and they open up against LSU. But I would love to see it. I just I get nervous about that. It feels like Oklahoma is going to get the call. If Oklahoma wins out, Oklahoma is probably going to get the call here. Yes, McLovin. Is it about Utah getting blown out, or is it about the brand name of Oklahoma selling better as a TV show? 
Well, I think that that factors in. They both go hand in hand. I know people scream at me when they're like, well, you keep saying it's a TV show. It's about ratings. It's about money. It's not always about fairness. We've seen that. So you can't sit here and go, no, the best team should get in. That, That doesn't always work. Even the matchups you have, you know, one versus four and two versus three. You know, that, there's going to be strategy with that, with the committee. We've seen it before. And as much as you don't want to admit it, it's a TV show. This program brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Second to none. See for yourself, $5. The Ultimate Shave Starter said Basically everything you need for an amazing shave. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. So we have our uh, final four teams right now in college football. The question is, what order are they going to be in? That was an impressive win by Ohio State at Michigan. Are they the best team in the country? Clemson, LSU, you still have Georgia in there. I know, I hear from the the dogs, the fans. Hey, what about us? Okay, went out, and you're probably going to have LSU, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State in the final four. Ravens beat the Niners. Texans handle the Patriots. Steelers end the Browns' playoff hopes tonight. Vikings at the Seahawks. Come up with a poll question, McLevin. Yeah, let's start negative. Which coach had the worst weekend? Okay. And this is a tough one because okay. there's some bad weekends. Okay. Nick Saban, whose uh, head almost exploded. Mm-hmm. Jason Garrett. Freddie Kitchens. Jim Harbaugh. And this one feels a little bit shoehorned in, but Anthony Lynn or Anthony Lynn and, J- uh, no, no, and Vic no, Fangio. Nobody cares about the Chargers now. That loss got some attention. That was a wild, wild scene. I know. Do you call pass interference once they explain the pass interference? Okay, fine. It's the Chargers put themselves in this position every damn week, every damn year. How do they lose the same way over and over and over again? Eight Charger losses this year. Three point seven 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 three two seven three. That comes down to coaching and quarterbacking play. It really does, and I wouldn't be surprised. As rough as it is, as uh, uncomfortable, unfortunate, that you would see Tyrod Taylor instead of Philip Rivers at some point this season. Because why not? I don't think Philip Rivers is back. He may retire. I don't think he was ever all in on this move to L.A. You know, I, I just, I think it's going to be a divorce there between these two. But, you know, I'm watching yesterday, and I'm, I'm, I'm never surprised. I loved the Chargers last year. And maybe that's where part of my anger is. They had so much talent. They were the most talented team in football last year, in my opinion. Do you know one year the Chargers were number one in total offense and total defense? Didn't make the playoffs. How is that possible? But the Chargers do it in a way where you go, that's Charger-esque. And then you got Freddie Kitchens. Fredo, come on, don't wear the T-shirt. My daughter gave it to me. Okay, how about you put a jacket on? If you win, then you you show everybody your T-shirt. Okay, but you're the head coach. Pittsburgh started it. He wore a T-shirt. Yeah, Pittsburgh finished it too. You had a fourth-string quarterback. Fourth-string quarterback beat you. You had a quarterback who wasn't drafted, didn't even get invited to the combine, and you can't beat him. 
And you watch Cleveland. They have they have what you want. I know they don't have Miles Garrett. That's that's a talented team. Really is. Comes down to coaching and quarterback play. This time of the year, you you have to win these games. That's why, you know, sometimes McLevin will point out, well, who have they played? Okay, you you still need to win these games. Even if you like the Eagles are playing the Dolphins. Okay, they're gonna win that game, right? No, they're not. Like you you look at some matchups and you go, like Carolina lost. Carolina lost at home to the Redskins. The Jets lost. Like you, that's where you go, man, I, I don't get this league. I don't understand. Like It feels like anything can happen every week. But you, you start to look at these situations, and you got coaches who are probably not. You know, I don't know if Ron Rivera is going to be brought back. And look, I, I don't sit here and go, boy, that guy should be fired. You know, is Jason Garrett back? I, I would be absolutely shocked if Jerry Jones brings him back. But I've been shocked before with Jerry. And I said I wasn't going to spend time on this topic because every week it's a referendum on Jason Garrett. And do you get if you fire him, who are you bringing in? Are you bringing in Lincoln Riley? Are you bringing in Urban Meyer? All right, I'll sign up for that. It's the same thing with Michigan with Jim Harbaugh. They got to fire him. He can't beat Ohio State. Okay. Tell me who you're bringing in. Yeah, McLeod. We're getting a lot of tweets already asking why Doug Peterson isn't on the bad weekend coaching poll and Doug Marone, the Jaguars head coach. Well, you know what? I'm embarrassed for Jacksonville. If I'm a Jackson, like I, I feel bad for Jacksonville fans. Two years ago, you're almost in the Super Bowl. And that team, they go to the mailbox, lick the stamp and mail it in. And I'll say this again about my Titans. Damn, do they play hard. You know, they do. My Titans, Ryan Tannehill, my Titans. And they're putting up points and they play hard. That's what you want this time of the year. And they may they may make the playoffs here. They run the football. Tannehill has done a great job for them. And that's what you want to see. As you get towards the end of the year, you want to see if your team has quit. And I know that's a strong word. Quit. Jacksonville's quit. And they quit on Doug Marone. Maybe he pays the price. You know, the Falcons with Dan Quinn, it feels like I'm piling on if I say he's not going to be back, but I don't think he'll be back. You know, the situation with Freddie Kitchens with the Browns, he just doesn't seem like a head coach. And you do things where you're wearing a damn T-shirt. Come on. If you're, if you're leading the division and you're going to the playoffs, okay. All right, you have a little wiggle room there. He has no wiggle room there to wear a T-shirt. Well, my daughter gave it to me. Okay. My kids give me ties for Christmas to wear on TV, and I'm like, I ain't wearing that tie. And I'm decent at my job. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Uh, the Patriots last night, this is why they want Antonio Brown back. I don't care what anybody says about this situation. I know for a fact they want Antonio Brown back. And as much as I love Tom Curran, who covers the Patriots, I heard it differently a couple of weeks ago. They want Antonio Brown back. But you got to get the legal mess 
somehow, you know, taken care of, and then maybe they bring Antonio Brown back, depending on how long he'll be suspended. This is why they want him back. They don't care what kind of person he is. They just know he's going to help that offense. Here is Tom Brady after the loss to the Texans. We're battling. We're trying as hard as we can, and, you know, hopefully we can make enough plays and, uh, you know, be the best we could be. It doesn't all remains to be seen, so... You know, you can make a bunch of predictions and so forth, but that's not what it's about. It's about going out there and doing it. And uh, you know, a lot of guys made some plays tonight and try to try to build on it and see if we can do better next week. Yeah, with Kansas City coming to town, who, by the way, have been very quietly very good. And I know they roughed up the Raiders, but you know what? You had a dip a month ago, and now it feels, you know, Mahomes didn't even have a great game, and they blew out the Raiders. Now, granted, I know, the Raiders, but the Raiders had been playing well. But, uh, you know, you start to look at that matchup. Have you seen the betting line on that, McLovin? What Patriots uh, favored by two and one, a half. one or two? Okay. All right. Not surprised. So that. that actually means the Chiefs are considered maybe the better team because yeah. it's in Foxborough. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a team that doesn't lose at home. It, it's weird when you say this. If I ask the question, who's the best team in the AFC right now? You'd go... The Ravens. But who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who'll go further this year? If I said the Ravens or the Patriots, how about that as a question, McLovin? Who will go further this year in the AFC? Because right now you look at the Patriots, and they're not formidable, but are you going to bail on them because they're going to make the playoffs? Like Kansas City, to me, is, is the sneaky part of this equation because we're fawning all over the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, and rightfully so. Patriots, it feels like the Patriots are a team that you wouldn't think, if you watch them, you'd go, oh, they're an average team, they're not making the playoffs. And then you look and they're still, you know, they have two losses this year. Uh, but I, I, you know, you start to look at that and say, who's going farther or is it further? I just, I will never bet against the Patriots. Yes, McLeod. Did you see any vulnerability in the Ravens on Sunday in a close game? I, you know, both of those teams played good enough to win. You know, the, the conditions factored in. But look, once you get to playoff football, and we're in January, you're going to have the elements factor in. And I thought Lamar Jackson did just enough. He sacked one time. You know, Garoppolo had one big mistake, but they ran the ball. If you would have said, hey, Garoppolo's going to have a good game, they're going to have one turnover, they're going to run the football and they're going to hold him to, what was it, 20 points? Like, you take that. On the road, in those conditions, you take that. And the Ravens, the Ravens did what they're supposed to do. Didn't put up great numbers, but they did just enough to win. You know, the run defense with with the Ravens is going to be an issue. But then who has that running attack that's going to take advantage of them come postseason time? And so that's where you have to kind of look at both sides here. And I thought what San Francisco did, holding their own, and then if you let Justin Tucker out there, you know what? You're going to lose. He's just, he's a Hall of Fame kicker. He, he's going to make the clutch kicks, and that's 49 yards out. So they did what they needed to do. Lamar goes over 100 yards. He's going to go over 1,000 yards in his next game. And it's not always pretty, but you, you, you must win those games. And give credit to the Ravens. It's not like you go, well, but who have they beaten? They beat you, and they beat you up. Now, that was a close game yesterday, but these teams that are going to the playoffs, they've roughed up. 
And sometimes on the road, they roughed him up. Yeah, McLovin. They destroyed the Patriots yeah. and the Texans. The Texans who looked like a world beater last night. Never mentioned Seattle. them. I know. No, they're they're that that's very very impressive. Very very impressive. And the question is, will somebody figure them out in the postseason? Second time around with Lamar, because some team's going to get a second chance to see him. That will be the interesting part of this. All right, we'll take a break here. Phone calls are always welcome. Best and worst of the weekend. What you liked, you didn't like, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners, uh, BR Live and uh, Audience Network on DirecTV, Channel 239, carrying all three hours of this program. A couple of things. Uh, the Christmas tree is up. If you want to send your ornaments in, we will uh, give out calendars to the top five Christmas ornament decorations. Yes, Paul? As always, if your ornaments are not suitable for a national television show and maybe kids, Probably don't send them in because we get a, a, we call them pornaments. We get a lot of them in back that we, they never see the light of day. Has anybody ever come up with that? I know we brought this up years ago where you create ornaments that are pornaments. Yeah. I don't know if somebody has that. We have about 200 of them in the back room. Oh, I know. I know. But if somebody like officially puts those out as pornaments, I'd be curious about that. I mean, not that curious. Well, sort of curious about that. Uh, Todd, congratulations to your Broncos, by the way. You know, that was sort of lost in the Chargers debacle. Yeah, a little help from uh, late pass interference. That was pretty wild, though. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to say luck in his first No, no, game. no. I mean, no, luck in his first no, game. No, no, no. I can't no, talk no, about no, it all. No, that's it. You're done. That's like one sentence? If they were going to the playoffs. A couple of nice first catches by Sutton early on with Locke. Is Drew Locke the future? Way too early to tell, but I did get excited, and I I appreciated his parents being all you know excited seeing you know Drew in his first game and that early start, even though it started to coming apart. That fourteen nothing lead with the two touchdowns of Sutton was exciting. It's a long way off to say he's the answer or anything, but they needed something positive. All right, back to you. Mr. I'll talk to you after the show. I don't want to hear from you again. <laughs> yes, McClellan. How many Andy Dalton minutes do I get in the show? I just want to. It's know only fair. He should get something. You know, he did win the game. Yeah, and I'm glad he got a chance. And he shouldn't be benched. And I wouldn't be all in on Joe Burrow as the number one pick if I'm the Bengals. But how do these teams with, like, Drew... Uh, these teams are winning. The Dolphins keep winning. What happened to the tanking strategy? They're blowing it. I know. Tanking for two. All right, we'll take a break. Phone call is coming up 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Are you a man over 40 and worried about your blood pressure? Nitro Boost, a new natural formula that boosts nitric oxide levels, which naturally maintains healthy blood pressure levels and boosts libido and sexual performance for men safely and naturally. It's true. Both your blood pressure and sexual performance are linked to better blood flow and circulation. Dozens of clinical studies are out there that prove this. Nitro Boost has worked for men across this great country to support healthy blood pressure, support energy production. And you know what? Maintain healthy sexual function as well. Call now to try Nitro Boost risk-free. That's risk-free. For a limited time, get a free bottle with your order and faster results than you ever thought possible. Or you know what? We're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to buynitroboost.com. That's buynitroboost.com. Mention Dan Patrick, and you know what we're going to do? You're going to receive a free bottle of the brand new fish oil formula just for trying Heart Factors today. Again, Nitro Boost, risk-free, the free bottle of the brand-new fish oil formula. Go to buynitroboost.com. Buynitroboost.com. I'm going to tell you about it once more. Buynitroboost.com. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. 
drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888- surgery five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up. Also, Charles Barkley after the big Auburn win against Alabama. Gary Danielson from CBS Sports was on the call for that. Tonight, Vikings at the Seahawks. We were talking about my Buffalo Bills at the beginning of the year. I said, they can win 10 games this year. They're a playoff team. I thought they were going to lose to Dallas, and they made it look easy. So now I'm looking at the Buffalo Bills. I got the Ravens, Patriots, Steelers, and the Jets. If they go two and two, that would give them 11 wins. Right, McLovin? They got nine wins right now. You're being modest. They're, they could win that division. <laughs> they could easily beat, well, not easily. Okay. But they could beat the Patriots. If, if Buffalo would host a playoff game, they could win. I could see them winning a home playoff game. The problem is, it's hard to see them winning I in know. Foxborough. That's the game that's like, it's hard to win there. Yeah, it's hard to win in Kansas City. Like I, I wouldn't hold out hope for Kansas City if they played them in Kansas City or in uh, in Baltimore. How about in the NFC where this the Niners could be the five seed now if the Seahawks win tonight? Yeah, it's it's that's crazy. unfair that they would have to go to Dallas. The Niners could fall from number one in the NFC to number five. So Seattle win tonight would put them there with four weeks to go. They'd both be 10-2, and two, but the Seahawks have the tiebreaker, and their schedule is a lot easier. The remaining four games for the Niners and Seahawks, San Francisco has at the Saints, uh, at the Seahawks, December 28th. Uh, the Niners, um, you better hope the Vikings win tonight. Yeah, that could happen if uh, Seattle picks up the win tonight. Yeah, Paul. The Rams are still alive with their win this weekend, but they got Seattle at Dallas at San Francisco, Arizona. Mm. A lot of work, but the Rams are alive. And they could take some people down, Seattle and San Francisco. Also, Tennessee is my dark horse here. I love Buffalo, and my Buffalo version in the uh, 
the AFC, uh, the other uh, AFC wildcard team would be Tennessee. Tennessee has a three-game winning streak, and they've scored 35, 42, and 31 points. Derrick Henry's been awesome. This is what he's done in the last three weeks. 188, 159, 149. It's pretty good. You know, Ryan Tannehill does just enough. Just enough. The running game is really good. Special teams are really good. They're a game behind Houston right now. Um, but they have their two games against the Texans, weeks uh, 15 and 17. I don't know if they can, they can sweep them, but if they do, you know what? More power to the Titans. Tennessee has done a great job. Yeah, Paul. Ryan Tannehill for the Titans, he's a 73% passer, 12 touchdowns, uh, only four picks. He's playing lights out. Well, this is, you know, they, they wanted to see this for Marcus Mariota. And, and Tannehill's an athletic guy, not as, you know, dangerous as we saw Mariota in college. But you just, you got a, a, a coach who learned from Belichick. Just don't make mistakes out there. Play good, solid defense, run the football, good special teams. And Vrabel's been able to do that with Tennessee and give them a lot of credit. You know, they play, they play hard. Yeah, McLovin. So you're telling me the Tennessee Titans of all teams could go nine and seven <laughs> that they've done the last three years, or the Texans could go 10 and six, win the division. Oh, and, I know. I know. I, you know, I've been ripping on the AFC South, but these teams do look like I watched the Texans last time. I'm like, why not the Texans? But there is a reason why you would say that because of history. Yeah, we, we've just seen this so many times where they do just enough to win the division and then they play, you know, a, a nondescript time, starting time in the playoffs and then we go, oh, the Texans are out. Yeah, yeah they lost to the Colts last year in the no, no. game, the first game. Yeah. The Titans, Titans are probably going to play the Texans in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> it's between the Titans and the Steelers oh. for the sixth spot. Yeah. So who knows? And, you know, the Steelers did what they you, – you want a, a team to do. You needed to win. You, you're at home. It's a rematch game, rivalry game against the Browns. And you did what, you know, team is supposed to do to stay in the playoff hunt right now. And it's not a pretty picture offensively with the Steelers. You know, they didn't have uh, Smith-Schuster. You know, the running game is not there. You got a, you got a four-string quarterback. And they won. Uh, you wanted some time to talk about your boyfriend, Andy Dalton. I'm just saying, game ball from Zach Taylor, first win. I'm just confused. After the game, Andy Dalton said, "Yeah, sure, I'd like to go. I'd love to come back to Cincinnati." What are teams like the Dolphins, the Bengals? Uh, I'm not sure who else is quarterback needed, but are they still competing for the number one spot to get a quarterback? You just said you weren't totally convinced on Joe Burrow. What happened to tanking? I don't know. I don't know what it, what happened. You know, if the memo didn't get down to the sidelines for some of these coaches, but. You know, Washington is not taking a quarterback, I wouldn't think. Like, that's where you go, boy, it'd be great to be in the number two spot and get Chase Young. But if you're... Is, si- he, is he so good he could still go number one because he's so dominant? Well, if I'm the Bengals, I keep Andy Dalton. I do. And even if I'm drafting Joe Burrow, I keep Andy Dalton. Because I, I don't... As much as we look at Joe Burrow and say, boy, he's putting up great numbers and... Uh, who was it? It was uh, Rick Neuheisel who talked about Burrow in glowing terms that he was a Tom Brady-like quarterback. And I'm like, wow. And sometimes I see it and sometimes I don't. 
Man, I, I have to admit, there are times when I watch a quarterback and I go, I, I don't get it. Or I'll go, boy, he can't miss. And Joe Burrow, I love his composure. I love his athleticism. I, I love his, you know, his arm. But sometimes when you take those quarterbacks out of that environment where they have a great offensive line, you got, you know, great wide receivers, and then you put them on a team that doesn't have a great offensive line and doesn't have great wide receivers, then you go, oh, I thought he was really good in college. Like Tua. I don't know if, you know, what Tua is going to be like. I think he might be more Drew Brees than Russell Wilson. But I don't know about those ankle, you know, the ankle uh, injury. I, I don't know about that. And if the Dolphins are still going to take him, okay. I understand if the Dolphins take a quarterback. I get it. But I wouldn't look at the quarterback as being your savior. Because I, I don't know if there's that savior. And unless you're going to adopt a philosophy like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson, are you bringing in somebody and you're going to have their system ready to go for that quarterback? Then you have a chance to succeed. But, you know, there, there's, there's a few teams. Cincinnati, do you draft a quarterback? Because you also want to get on that rookie contract for a quarterback that allows you to, you know, fill out the roster spending your money. Chargers are going to need a quarterback. Bears, I don't think they're going to need a quarterback. I think they give uh, Trubisky one more year. Panthers are going to need a quarterback maybe. Buccaneers, do they need a quarterback? Dolphins need a quarterback? Yeah, McLevin. So when you say the Panthers, do you mean Kyle Allen's a quarterback next year? Do you mean Cam Newton's a quarterback next year? Or somebody completely new? I was told that Kyle Allen was not the long-term solution there. Hmm. Now, what happens with Cam Newton? Because if I'm the Chargers, I'd go after Cam Newton. I get some excitement. This is... You know, redemption. Hey, I'm going to show, you know, Carolina, I still have a lot left. And you get to play for a very talented team. A lot of weapons there. Yes, McLeod. We haven't talked about the team that currently has the number two pick, the New York Giants. I think if they're number two, they pick a running back there. What? Because that's what they like to do, I guess. <laughs> Call back. Because that's really working okay, well for it. them. That was sort of a He a played dig. well. I know he did, but as I said, being, having a good running back doesn't result in wins, apparently. I don't know what's wrong with that team, by the way. Well, there's a lot more than Saquon Barkley that's wrong with him. Daniel Jones fumbles the ball more than any other quarterback. By the way, Aaron Rodgers yesterday. There are times when you go, wait, he's playing a different game than everybody else. He had a couple of throws where you go, in the snow, I know it's Giants, but there are a couple of throws where you go, damn, that is, that we forget how great he is. We do. And and the Packers could end up 12 and 4. Yeah, Paul. And Aaron's big on pretending he's not cold. You know, he never wears gloves. He never wears sleeves. You don't see him bundle up a lot on the sidelines. He's embracing that culture. I really think he does it on purpose to send a message to his team, his linemen, that he's all in and to the opponents. Yeah, McLovin. But he couldn't hit the ocean last week against the Niners. He had 100 yards or something. So I don't understand this league. That well, that, that, is, that was a great defensive performance by San Francisco. You, know, you have to give them credit. And you did shut him down. But, but nobody shuts him down that bad. That was like, he's been, he's hard to, is he in the MVP race now? I mean, he's like fourth? Fifth? No, the MVP race is not a race. It, it's Usain Bolt and then it's everybody else. 
It's Lamar Jackson. If Russell Wilson Jr. the third wins tonight, they win that division, then then maybe. But I, I still think it's it's Lamar Jackson, and then it's, you know, there's not a second place right now. It probably Russell Wilson uh, third place. Yeah, Paul. Aaron Rodgers is on pace for 30 touchdowns and three picks, and nobody's God, talking about man. it. Three picks. That's unbelievable. Really is. Uh, phone calls are welcome. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Uh, Eiler in New York joins us. Eiler, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Dan and the boys. Um, <laughs> amazing. Best is amazing football. I mean, all the way from Thanksgiving through the NCAA. But <laughs> Rodgers and Lamar are magicians. And thirdly, on the best, is your Dayton Flyers took Kansas to the wire. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a good game, competitive game. Got to watch that. I love that, you know, when they're in Maui and you have a game in the afternoon. But, yeah, Rodgers is, you know, you just forget how easy he can make it look. And I don't think there's another quarterback who makes it look as easy as Rodgers does. Now, Mahomes had games last year where he made it look really easy. But Rodgers has done this for an entire career. And here's another thing that I think will come up during the playoffs. And that is Lamar Jackson, the running back. Because I do think once we get to the playoffs, I think you might have a reset on this. And I think you're going to have a call during the playoffs that involves Lamar Jackson as a running back, not as a quarterback and trying to protect him. Because once you start to run, once you get out of the pocket, it still feels like they're protecting these quarterbacks here. I think you're going to have a moment in the postseason where Lamar Jackson, you know, somebody hits him and treats him as, as a running back, and maybe it's called that way. The other thing I would keep an eye on with the Ravens is can you create a scenario where you try to make Lamar Jackson beat you outside of the hash marks? That, that would be my goal is can I have him – throw, you know, 30 yards on the sidelines. That, that, that would be the one thing that if I can do that, granted, you know, he's very difficult to stop. He's a running back, and he looks like a running back. And the Niners have a great defense, and they had no answer for him. He didn't throw particularly well, but the conditions weren't great, and he's going against a great, great defense. If I can somehow force him to throw to the edges... I like my chances with him. Now, you also have to be able to contain him. And, you know, easier said than done. But he, he's your MVP. And that was a big-time performance in a game that you had to win in bad conditions against a really good team. Yeah, Paul. I want to go back to what you said earlier. Are you saying Lamar's going to be called differently in the playoffs, or you think defenses are going to take shots to hit him I think and be, knock him out? He'll be called differently. As a more of a running back? Yes. So when he goes to slide, does he get the protection? Oh, no, sliding... I have to give you that. Okay. It's when he gets outside the pocket, I, I think you're going to see, uh, you know, Richard Sherman talked about this. Like, you know, what do we do? Like, can we treat him as a running back? And, and, and I think that there might be a reset on this because I do look at Lamar Jackson and it feels like they go out of their way to make sure that he's not hit. Uh, and I think the defense is, yeah, I don't know if somebody says something to the NFL home office. Like if you were going to play him, you know, you send something to say, hey, you know, here's some things that we're looking at video-wise. We want to tell our defensive players, 
Now what do we do in these situations? Like you almost want them to have it in their minds that you're asking these questions just so, hey, we don't want to hit him and get a penalty here. How do we treat him? Uh, and, I, and I think that you'll, you'll see that. I, I do. Yeah, McLevin. Well, how do you think of the, that rule in general about hitting the quarterback? I feel like they're still having trouble figuring it out. Like not, not Lamar Jackson, but other games where the guy, the quarterback releases it, gets hit instantly, and he gets the penalty. It seems to be happening all the time. Yep. I think it's a very fine line there. Is it unfair to defenses? Yes. But then the entire sport is unfair to defenses. They've, they've made that crystal clear. We want you putting up big numbers. We want fantasy numbers here. We want offense. That's another thing. I was watching the NBA yesterday. The Clippers put up 152 points. This is the second time this year they've had 150 points. Remember, oh. remember when we struggled to get to 100 points a few years ago? Now it's, I mean, 150 points is a lot. And this whole philosophy has changed in the NBA. It's, let's get a shot off in six seconds. It didn't used to be. Remember, you'd, you'd milk the shot because you had these control freak coaches who are like, you know, get a shot off with, you know, four seconds to go on the shot clock. Not anymore. Yeah, Paul. There's a full slate of NBA games yesterday. More teams scored more than 130 than less than 100. Only two teams yesterday scored fewer than 100 points. Bunch of teams scored over 120. More phone calls coming up. Got our play of the day next on the Dan Patrick Show. What's up, Brian Deegan here. I'm excited to bring you our podcast, The Deegans, that will be every Wednesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. We'll be covering many subjects such as racing, family, how we stay together, how we thrive as a family. So I think it's exciting. We're going to cover all those subjects and many more. Be sure you guys check out our new podcast, The Deegans, airing every Wednesday on Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at Innovative GYN. GYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Gary Danielson from CBS Sports was on the call for Auburn and Alabama. He'll join us. Charles Barkley a little bit later on. But look who called in to talk about his Dolphins because the Dolphins make him cry. Darius Rucker. 
congratulations on a big win that screwed up your draft pick. So, uh, well done. You know, draft pick, you know, two is hurt. You know, who knows what's going to happen? We're, trying to, we're out here trying to win football games. We're, hey, man, we're going to win out and go to the Super Bowl. There's that. <laughs> There's always that. Where are you right There's now? You, where are you right now? I'm on the golf course. Wait, I thought you had a, a knee issue. Oh yeah, I'm getting that. That's done. Getting, getting that done later. That's why I'm on the golf course. I'm playing as much as I can until <laughs> so I can't play for a while. You know that. Are you yeah. get? Wait, are you um, getting a new knee? Yes, yes, yes. The old guy's getting a new knee. Yes, that's crazy, man. Doesn't that sound like a country song? The old guy's Absolutely getting a new not. knee. Oh, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst song title that you guys ever came up with or thought about? Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know the worst song title we ever came up with. The worst band name. That thought, the, the, a band name is worse than, worse than Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, Dean, Dean said we should be uh, black and blue because I was black and they all had blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if if, yeah, if you awesome. weren't Hootie and the Blue Blowfish, then you would have been black and blue? Black and blue. Yes, yes. <laughs> Black and oh, blues yeah. might have been better. Yes. Yeah, I probably would have <laughs> morphed to that. But it was, they, they both would have been awful. Okay. <laughs> Do you like the Dolphins' game plan here of, of winning as many games as possible? I love the fact that the, the players are out there trying to win and the coaches are trying to win. You know, I understand what the owners are doing and, and, and the front office is trying to do. But, you know, you, you got to put a team out there, and they're putting out a team out there, those guys are trying to win football games, and I love it. Why did you sing the Dolphins Make You Cry? Like, what was there a moment <laughs> that they made you cry, the first time the Dolphins made you cry? Tell, oh, yeah, they made me cry when I was five years old for the first time. And, I mean, I mean, I would physically get upset. And that whole line came from I was, comes from when I was in college, a freshman in college, and my mom calls me on a Sunday when I was four, and I'm being really, really short. <laughs> And I'm and I'm gonna talk to her. And she looks at the TV and she realizes the dolphins. And she goes, "Boy, are you crying about those dolphins again?" She ice up on me. And that's where that song came from. Yeah, but yeah, I used to really cry when they lost. After the Owens, like the one in fifteen season, though, the tears stop. Uh, we're talking to Darius Rucker. You know, the first time I heard the dolphins made you cry, I thought it was the actual dolphins. And, like, you got really sentimental when you saw Dolphins for some reason. I didn't know it was the Miami Dolphins. I know a lot of people did. I heard that from a million people. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, sometimes go, oh, absolutely. Save the world. Save the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when are you getting your knee done? Uh, in the middle of the month. Okay. Yeah, after uh, I'm done working. Yeah. All right. If I can help you with that, because those first three weeks, you're going to hate life. That's what I hear. No, you will. That's what I hear. Yeah. But <laughs> t- I hear. don't be afraid to take the medicine they give you, and uh, that ice machine you put on your knee is going to save your life. It, uh, it, it'll, yes. Your kids will want to be around you maybe a little bit. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you for last. All right. All right. Have fun today. All right, all right buddy. That's uh, Darius Rucker, big country star and uh, – Lead singer Hootie and the Bluefish. Yes, yes, McLeod. Just for the record, on Sunday, the Dolphins did make me cry. Oh, yeah, your Eagles. I mean, the Eagles were handed this division. How Devontae Parker, of all people, to single-handedly, he can't catch, and he caught everything in sight. Yep, yeah. And, and you know, when people get caught up in tanking, they go, you know, the, the team is trying to win. 
which they are. The team tries to win. The coach tries to win. It's just they got rid of their best players because they got draft capital in return. They weren't trying to win this year, but that that you know that give credit to Brian Flores in in Miami. They they have played hard when they're out there. Yeah, Paul. It's also really interesting with Tua. People say Tua has dropped in the draft because of his injury, but before the draft, we're going to know his condition. I mean, generally that he's either clear to play or not. It, someone may get him with a value six or seven picks later, five, four or five picks later. He's the number two pick if he's healthy at worst. I think number three pick. But they may get him five, six, six picks later and cheaper. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't, it's, you know, like Steph Curry had that ankle injury. And, you know, people wondered, you know, they were they were thinking of trading Steph Curry. And I just don't know if it's kind of a reoccurring injury there. You know, Steph has been relatively healthy when it comes to his ankle. All right, Gary Danielson will join us and Charles Barkley coming up. Monday night is podcast night for the Los Angeles Lakers. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars, or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. 